Hi, James here. Welcome to the James Cast. Anytime you hear that theme from archesaudio.com, you know that we're in for something special. Well, it's PowerWorks time, and you know what happens on the James Cast. Glenn and I sit down and we start to just have a chat. We start to catch up before we get into the PowerWorks show. Man, we, we talked about everything today. Haircuts actually kicked us off. But as you get into the James cast, what are you going to hear us talking about? Skoda, Land Rover, car repairs, why you need to get your car serviced, and generally just the life of Glenn. It all happens right here. It's the PowerWorks podcast. It's kicking off right now on the James cast. Here we go. Next week, I'll have a shave and cut my hair. <laughs> So, sorry for any offence to any barbers that may be watching. <laughs> yeah, the British groups, uh, the British, the British dad's barber. Is there, how, how are those? Well, the, we, we, there is a, there's the mobile, the mobile barber? The mobile yeah, TMB, the mobile barber. Yeah, he's, okay. uh, he's kind of an acquaintance, so. Right. Maybe get him around the workshop and do all the lads a nice. Right. Hey, you know what? There's a garage back home where they've got a barber shop in it. Yeah. And they do nails too. And then another one, got another garage that's put a microbrewery in. That's smart. That's super <laughs> no, smart. I'm six, seven, yeah, come in and we'll get your taxi home. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, come in. Yo, you're not approving the brake pads. Oh, how's this, how's this beer doing for you? Now do you want to do your brake pads? Yeah. That's all right. Cynically. Oh, man. I'm sure that's not what happened. No, no, never, never. That's a good idea, that. A nail bar, isn't it? It is. I mean... You know, especially if you know people are going to, especially if you're creating a culture where people can hang out. So if you've got some quick exactly, things, yeah. or hey, uh, you know what, come an hour early, got a nail bar here, yeah. and, and away you go. Or, a lot of the things we talk about it a lot, right? People haven't got time to get the car fixed yeah. because they've got other things that are more important. And if so, you need your nails to be done, then... Yeah. So I don't know if it actually, so I, in my mind, would it work well for repairs? Probably not. Would it work well for oil change and those kind of quick... Yeah, yeah. Things, tires. Well, even the drop off of a, of yeah. a car and, and that. And, and also, yeah. you know, we'll pick up and deliver as many times as we can a day, but we have a limited right. capacity. Yeah. So we always try to say to people, look, if you need us to drop you home when you come to drop the car off or to work, let us know because we've only yeah. got one van or one yeah, yeah, car. Yeah. A lot of people get there and we unfortunately haven't got that capacity to do it. So, right. you know. If if it allows you to get something else done in time, that's a great idea. Yeah, I, I, and, and you know, it's another little bit, another little possible, you know, revenue stream that's there. Yeah. And yeah, every, every, I I think it lends itself in different different, you know, depending on where location is, depending on yeah, the time course, that people are yeah. doing things, depending on how you set up that marketing process. But I I think the more you can add to it and think, hey, you know, we're getting the vehicle service, we got we got personal services as well that you know, like I said, nail bars, hair, etc. Yeah. I've always liked the idea of like a glass yeah, which, of which tube you got, where yeah. you could have, you know, like an engine rebuild going on. Yeah. And the custom area around it where yeah, people, because yeah. not everybody cares, but it's interesting yeah. to watch, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, it's really cool. Anyway. Let's get started. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Coming to you from the podcast studio in the Rove Hotel downtown Dubai, it's PowerWorks with Glenn Power. PowerWorks Automotive and me, James Spikeway. <laughs> that all actually said you were involved. Yeah, I, I kind of sometimes long day. Yeah, I just you know forget who I am actually. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is going to be fun because we're going to be talking cars, car repair, car yeah. stuff. You, just, you actually never know where it's going to go. It could just be the Wrangler day, and uh, yeah, listen to your wife because when she says something's broken on your vehicle, it probably is. Don't do the mail thing and say yeah. We'll see how long we can go. You know, without trying to be too stereotypical, you know, I, I always joke with with uh, Amy that she's quite high maintenance, and she isn't, to be fair. But I'm probably more high maintenance. Colin's wife, according to him. Again, let's not comment. But I always joke with Amy that she's high maintenance. But you know what it is? It's just they expect better. Yeah. We're happy to just say, all right, it's fine. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, I could, it'll be okay. My beard and my hair, it's all yeah, right. It'll be okay. I've got a mask on most of the day. <laughs> yeah. And I'm in a workshop. Yeah. We're, we're all wearing masks. And I have you to know? wash my hair at least three times today. <laughs> so it's just one of those things. I mean, it's. Yeah. Uh, I think I think typically ladies expect and aspire to be a bit better than maybe uh, than us 
apes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and I think they definitely in in the world of automotive they don't want they, they don't want they they want reliability and they don't want a vehicle to fail on them no. when they most need it. No, exactly. I mean, well, let's put it this way: what are we now, March? Yeah, already. So you know, it's um, I'm I'm already seeing. So we, if if you're listening, of course you're listening to everything we do here. Everybody on, does on the podcast, and of course you listen to all of the shows. So yeah. you've listened to the DIY stuff, and you know that Colin's been talking about it's getting warmer and more jobs are coming. Well, that that sentiment directly transfers onto the PowerWorks podcast yeah. because as it's getting warmer, vehicles start working harder and there's a lot of things mechanically that can potentially fail on you. And I'm already seeing it at the side of the road. I'm, I, I mean, this morning driving in to, to the Rove here, three cars, bonnets up, overheated. Yeah, yeah. We've got a Lexus RCF that came in the other day, a friend of mine. It's his brother. Very rare car, actually. Um, for a Lexus, it's not bad. So a little bit tame and a little bit too that's, that's the cool looking one though, right? Yeah, yeah. And they sound all right. They just yeah. don't seem to just, there's just a bit of an edge missing. They're yeah. not quite, I mean, they're, they're right in the sort of C63 bracket. Yeah. Just not quite yeah. a C63 or an mm. M3, but they're, they're, it's a good car. But anyway, it's, like I say, it's March. My AC's not working, mate. Oh. Well, okay, yeah, it's not been working for a few months, but I didn't need yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I mean, you know, and the weird thing is, it's it's the same for anything. Of course, it's the same for any kind of commodity, uh, if you can call it that. But AC refrigerant, yeah. regardless of, I mean, the, the, the current new one is ridiculous anyway, until the monopoly goes on production. But 134A, which is still predominant here, is half the price between sort of November and February yeah. that it yeah. is from March to September. Oh, that's really? Yeah. Awesome. They just can't get rid of it. It's like they're, yeah. they're, they're giving you three for one or they're giving right. you, like trying to sell you 10,000 disposable face masks and yeah. giving you extra free stuff and new oils and ridiculous. I mean, I don't think it. people realize that, that, you know, during the off season, if you're AC, you know, the Lexus yeah. dude, you need to get that thing in. That's you need the to time get it done to because do it. it's going to be cheaper. It is, there's, it's, ah. you know, it's a genuine, a genuine concern. I've spoken to a couple of people today. Uh, one of which is Peter, who did the, who does Borgenbeck parts. Oh did man, we got to get, you know, we got to get him back in. Yeah, we'll get him back in actually because we're about to start distributing for him to the um, passenger car workshop. So we'll Lovely. have distributorship, and we're well, talking about a few things. Yeah, it's going to be good, and we've got an issue now with. Availability, back order. A lot right. of stuff is produced in China. Uh, problems. Or ships yeah. via China or has components yeah. from China. Yeah, so yeah. China had this, and, and uh, my stepfather, Amy's dad, he had the same issue. I'd imagine where he's buying stuff from China and, and trying to sell in the UK and Europe and everywhere else around the world. Well, China shut down for a long time. Yeah. And. And they've had a few lockdowns and it's been strict and, yeah, and, yeah. and, and people were, st- and, and ev- actually even more so, people were buying because they were sat in the house on Amazon and AliExpress right. and all right. that. So the, their output fell, but their actual sales probably didn't yeah. really hit. And now all of a sudden it's like we can't get clutches for <laughs> transport of vans until April. Which is unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> Which, and he's, and he's doing his nut over it. He can't. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, 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 and he was telling me today that the brake order, that their braking is, it's world class. Like the DJ who's still very, very fresh here from the dealership where, where we'd worked before. Yeah, yeah. He even sees the, 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 the similarity, if not exact same quality level between the original parts and the Borg and Met parts. Which is a sizable price difference with a the ridiculous fifth, sixth of yeah. the price sometimes. Yeah. But the um, quality is, and, and in some cases, DJ would be knowing it, the quality might even be actually better. Well, that's <laughs> to the region because Pete, yeah. being the technical director, has, has designed them for the heat and the yeah. conditions and the road style and driving styles here. So they're, they're a lot better. And yeah, You know what the driving style here is, by the way? Drive it like you stole it. That's the driving style. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, we had a customer driving around the block on Saturday morning. Oh, first no. job. Oh, no. 
and we've got the lovely roadworks there. Yeah. Oh, tell me about it. It was frustrating. <laughs> so he's kind of been diverted around. <laughs> they diverted. Just a point of point of reference. They diverted me to a one to a, to a, a cul-de-sac. You see me? Yeah. Oh. And I came back. So and the I guy's said, standing there waving the flag down yeah, there, and it's just a way. roundabout at the end. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, dude. Yeah. The people just sat outside their accommodation thinking, who's this guy? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, this is not a detour. Like, you, you needed to put a sign before you that said, turn left. Yeah, so back home, if, and it's the same for you, I imagine, you yeah. have a diversion sign, road yeah. ahead closed, diversion, tells yes. you to go left. Yeah, they would right. call it detour in right? North America. Left yeah. or right, wherever. Yep, yep. But then you'd have a next sign at the next turn, right? There's none of that. It's just road road, road closed. Yep. Diversion ahead. You're on your own. And then there's a guy that doesn't know where the diversion is because his job is don't let any cars through here because the road's going to collapse. Yeah. Excellent. No, yeah, so we got a customer that was driving around, citing a queue of traffic because it was obviously busy where everyone was going where they're not really usually going to supposed to be going. Yeah. And a coach, when there's obviously never normally cars oh, behind no. him, just reversed out and hit oh, no. straight in the front of his drill. 2,400 dirhams later. <gasps> Yikes. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting environment out there on the roads. Oh, man. But that... we, 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 we've got a lot of stuff going on with Pete, and, and he was just saying, like, he's had to triple his brake order because there's a six-month lead time for so brake components. So he's got to buy that much more, just to store case. that much more. Yeah. So wow. 100,000 US dollars turned into 300,000 US dollars, which is not an easy thing to get signed off no. by a man sat in the UK when you're sat in yeah. the Middle East. And, and when they say, why are you why are you buying so much? Well, the Ouija board has directed <laughs> me on this because basically yeah. you're using guest power. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's uh, very... Very weird times for, for car parts and, yeah. and, and stuff here. And um, we're looking forward to getting going with the Borgenbeck stuff. It's going to be a massive deal for us where we're able to maintain a margin which allows us to operate properly with the right level of skill and the right number of people, but also give a reasonable price at the same time. Yeah. Because it's very hard to do both those things. I, I, it's I, it's hard. Sure. It's yeah. almost impossible with what we do. The, the margins are squeezed so so tightly that well especially in the last year with yeah. with everything going on so you know you're if you're buying from the the dealer or the agency pick the same word if you're buying from that that agency trying to get parts well they're now scaling back the discount they're giving you or the price is going so either way they're taking away some yeah yeah and, i mean it's it's it's, it's so difficult for everybody yeah. in there and we had it was a Kia Cadenza, lovely car actually. Oh, the Cadenza. AC. They've gotten nice actually. The this Cadenza. Is a, this, yeah. So this is a 2016. So it's not. Oh, the, but okay. it's really nice. Um, oh. AC leak was oh. the high pressure hose from the compressor to the condenser. Nice and easy to change. Not a big yeah, hose. If you can get a hose. Kia have the hose in stock, and it's 190 dirhams. They're selling it to me. Uh-huh. I've got to keep the lights on, so I'm going to put a percentage on the top. Yeah. So we call the customer. And we say to him, he actually lives near me, so he gets a bit of a good rate. And I said to him, look, it's 220 dirhams. I can get it for 190 from Kia. And then I'm left scratching my head thinking, right, okay, that's right, you can. But surely when I'm ringing from a garage, not me personally, but but my parts department are calling from a garage, why is there no trade price? Yeah. And the cynic in me is saying, well, they can just bully garages and make it yeah. worth not worthwhile going anywhere other than the dealership, right? Yeah, yeah. And 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 to be fair, the labour rates aren't astronomical at, at Juma Majid for for Kia and Hyundai. They're not. No, no, no. There, it's. Is so, that, do you think maybe that you know, obviously the dealers- we tried to do it in the UK for VW. We tried yeah, to do okay. the same thing. We were doing we were doing a t- take a, a 1.9 or a two liter yeah. diesel engine. We were doing a timing belt for £650. So change a timing belt, tensioner, roller, and yeah. water pump sometimes. £650. And we were four times our cost mm. on that easily, maybe mm. more. And then people realized, well, hang on. This timing belt says Continental on it. And this water pump says Continental on it. Well, we could buy that from the local <laughs> motor factors, and then the garage down the road will do it for £50. Yeah. And we've paid a third of the price. 
So we did menu pricing, which mm. just slashed all the profit out of everything and right. tried to make it so it wasn't worth going yeah. to the independent because if something went wrong there, it probably put them out of business. But if something goes wrong at the dealership, we can absorb it and right. you'll get your car sorted. So this just speaks to the COVID phenomenon, right? Because, hey, look, they're, they're now giving Joe Blow off the street the same prices as a, a workshop. Because why? Well, they're not, they didn't sell as many cars, so they don't have as many cars coming in. They don't have as many cars coming through the door, so they have to make every advantage for yeah. you to not go to, to your, your place and go directly to them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Now, the way I'd like to see them do that is to just uh, try and sell cars. Yeah. <laughs> try and yeah. sell some cars. Yeah, yeah. Because they mean, must have a whole field of them somewhere. Well, we know they have, right? Yeah. Get, get rid of all these old ones on the road. Yeah. And, 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 make and sell some, some new ones. Yeah, make some deals. Just keep, People, I don't agree with this because, again, we're we're from a different way of things being done. But I don't agree with this whole if you've got a warranty, you have to come to us stuff. Yeah, I think and to be fair, true. again, to mention them, Juma, Majid, Kia, and Hyundai, they get it. Yeah. So as long as you've got proof of, of maintenance outside of the dealership or wherever it is, as long as you've got that proof of, and and it's not even specific, it's just regular maintenance. Yeah. yeah. They'll do your warranty regardless of where you've serviced it. Which is nice. Which is good. But not everyone. Most of them, in fact, they're probably the only ones that, yeah. that will do that. Now, I've got I've got no issue with with people selling cars. You know, put six year service plans on them or something. Yeah. Tie them in, throw yeah. them throw yeah. them at people, keep them in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, that just sell some cars, get yeah. get things going. It's it's so. I'm I'm always amazed because as we keep saying, the cars are sitting there. Yeah, they're they're just deteriorating. They're just losing value. Because now it's, you know, a 2000, I mean, there's, there's gotta be 2017, 2018 year models sitting 19, 2019. Oh, yeah, easily, yeah. Well, let's, let's get rid of some of those. I can tell you, I think it was 20, 2015 we had a dip, didn't we? Yeah. I can, I think that was the one. And I yeah. can remember there was a huge amount of vehicles that were 2015 model, but not registered till 2016 or 2017. Right. Well, where did the 2016 and 2017 <laughs> ones go? Yeah. Exactly. You know, and, and then where did the 2018, 2019, yeah. you've got to catch up somewhere. Yeah. And factories are still kicking them out. They're still producing them. And still. Unfortunately, they're just not buying them here. So they're selling the older models and they're already aged. They've sat there in the sun and yeah, yeah. the rubbers are deteriorating. And you know, these things we've heard about, you know, with Porsche doing this whole, you know, paying X amount of dollars a month and, and then drive any car you want within yeah, a certain bracket. I mean, Etisalat were doing something on the radio the other day. Oh, yeah. Every three months. Oh, nice. Free upgrade. No, the only problem with that is, and, and I, and, and, and I would use the phone analogy, but use the car, is you just actually start getting used to your vehicle. Well, then, yeah. And then I got it. So it obviously it takes a, full, a different mindset, but if I want to be driving a Panamera for three months and then a, you know, a Boxster and then I want to go to a career, hey, you know what? If yeah. I'm in that mindset, great. Same with a phone. If I, you know, it's, if I'm in that mindset, great, but I don't want to keep reloading the content of my phone every three months. No, exactly. And, that, and then it doesn't work for me either. I mean, the way they bloody kick these things out at the minute, you'd have to have a new one every three months. I, I, yeah. I'd literally just got that one, and it's like, yeah, order the S21. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Turn the phone on, and it comes up, pre-order the S21. Yeah, nice one. It's not even out of the box. Oh. But, you know, it's um, it's, yeah. it's, it's there's no reason. Yeah. You know, cars... Technology these days is, is going no slower no. and it's going faster than it's ever gone before. Yeah. And it's cars become so very quickly sort of obsolete yeah. almost. Yeah. I, we had a, it was a 2018 SA in for okay. an AC issue. Mm-hmm. I think it was in on Saturday. It was certainly was in on Saturday because I thought oh, I should have shown that to James. What a machine. Really? You get in the car and it's like, you can't hear the rest of the world. The really? aircon has just gone off now, and that's what it's like closing the door. Really? You can't hear anything. It's Man. just so quiet. The seats are comfortable. The display is so easy to work out. The buttons make sense. The car starts. It's a V8 twin turbo. And it must. It must be. I, I didn't even check what the engine code was, but this Man. must be. You must be touching 500 horsepower on it. Man. Effortless yeah. driving the car, and it came from uh, RMA, which is a, a showroom, a used car showroom out in DIP, uh-huh. and it needed AC work. We'd done it, and they were collecting it that day. And as soon as the guy, obviously we'd not had a chance to drive it, because he had no yeah, plates. Yeah, yeah. As soon as the guy came to collect it and I saw he got trade plates in his hand, it was like Christmas morning when you were six. <laughs> it's like, yes, I get to drive it. 
What a car. But it's, uh, it's three years old. Yeah. Yeah. What's a new one like? <laughs> exactly. And, and that's, I mean, three years was the traditional. It's more like five now. But three years was the traditional switch around for a lot of people mm, with those kind mm. of cars because the warranty ran out, yeah, yeah. trade it in. Yeah. Well, that's a half a million dirham car easily, I would have thought, spec'd yeah. by the time you've got it on the road. So, you know, the, the, when it was new, you know, the, but they can't, if they can't sell, how are they going to sell those? Yeah. You know, and that's a, it's got the S, the SA is a car to drive, not the one to be driven in. Mm. That's for somebody to enjoy, but how, you know, there's no, seems to be no concerted group effort from any of the manufacturers of saying, let's get it done. I remember in the UK when they did the scrap, scrap a car scheme where dealerships were told in order to be able to trade, the government would give a thousand pounds and the dealers had to match it. A thousand pounds for so you get two thousand pounds basically for any car. So you could take any car as long as it was road legal and registered. So it could be a fifty pound scrap car that you've got road legal and registered. Take it to the dealership and you get two thousand pounds as trading value for it against a new car. What a great idea! And we were doing pre-delivery inspections on new cars left, right, and centre and couldn't keep up. Obviously, it can't last forever. But that was well. Here you got you know um, buyanycar.com. Yeah. They're advertising. They've got 16,000 ready-to-go used vehicles that are approved and ready to come and show them to you. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of cars sitting in the... In the <laughs> yeah, because they couldn't get them out of here during yeah. lockdown. <laughs> I mean, that's an extraordinary number of vehicles, and it almost makes me think, well, why would I go buy a new vehicle when I... There's got to be... You know, you had a whole bunch of people leaving during lockdowns and stuff and this and that, or... Yeah, we also... the It was the S&P report about... Well, it was supposed to be about real estate, right? And yeah. Then it, the big takeaway from it was the 8% population drop. Yeah. Some so cars there. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they must be sitting somewhere and, and maybe they, you know, got desperate and went to, you know, selling a car, buy any car.com. Yeah. And even, even with their commission added into it and their added value added into it, you're still going to get some deals. You would think so. You'd hope. Yeah. But I, I, I'm all for getting, getting people into new cars and, and, yeah. and keeping, keeping new cars on the road. It's just, it's just better. It's just better for the environment. Yeah. It's 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 better for everything. Yeah. You know what? If if it if I can get a decent after sales package for the warranty and for the service and in and I look at that and I can say, yeah, you know what? This is going to work well with how much is it going to cost me? And if all that matrix comes together, man, I'd be the first person to ditch one of my cars. But I haven't found that yet. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I just keep looking at, I can bring my cars as old as they are and, you know, with lots of tiny things that, you know, all add up. But I, as long as I can keep bringing it to you, the repair cost in a year oh, yeah, is yeah, a yeah. fraction of yeah. what a new car is going to cost me. Yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, and, and hey, I'll be the first one to say, I mean, look, I love Wranglers. Everyone knows that. My kids know that. They say, Dad, you know, why do you even look at other cars? You, you know you're not going to get one. <laughs> yeah, you're never going to get one. I mean, I go on for hours with, with them about, oh, you know, did you see this Charger? And look at this. And oh, no, how about the, the Alpha? Whoa. And they just kind of turn around and say, why are you wasting my time? Because you know you're never <laughs> going gonna... to buy it if it's a yeah, Wrangler. Yeah. yeah, you're only going to go back for the same thing. And even though people will say it's uncomfortable, even though people will say it's not going to get good fuel economy, you're, you're still going to buy the same car. So, yeah. and, but, the, the, and so then the, the reason not to pull the trigger is, is that whole package there. And if it's not there, I'm there's not no incentive for you. There's none. There's none. And, like, and, and unfortunately here, there's a, there's a certain stigma, if you like, yeah. attached to, but if I buy a new car, I've got to go back to the dealer every six months. Well, that's the other side. I keep thinking at the back of my head. They haven't got the best. Yeah. <laughs> customer service. And, and it's maybe just down to the fact that they're so busy. I think it's down to the fact that they know you've, they've got you. Like, uh, there's also the lack If you of, don't come to me. They have no incentive to actually no, keep you happy. I no. get that, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's going to be a wait. And yeah, it's going to happen. And yeah, it's going to yeah. And yeah, and here you go. And here's your bell. And yeah. Well, if anyone's listening from uh, VW Middle East, because obviously I'm always going to go well, back so, to VW. That's, that's the, the car for me. Guys. I'd just say, just sell you. The next time you're selling a car, just sell it. With three pollen filters, three oil filters, an air filter, and a set of spark plugs, and say, look, you buy your car, there are your parts in the boot, you can service it anywhere yeah. as long as they use these parts. I'd love that. No problem. Yeah. You aren't tied down to us, it's a genuine sale, you've got yeah. warranty as long as you use these parts for service. Yeah. Come and see us with anything you got. I mean, why not? Yeah, no, I agree with you. 
They still get the sale of the parts. Okay, they lose the labour time, but automatically you're already more customer friendly by just giving that. Yeah. It's easy. It's a no-brainer. I just, I just start charging. <laughs> I just, I just start charging consultancy fees. <laughs> I won't n- mention the name of the the, the um, franchise here, but I already did. No, it I wasn't that one. It was oh, another one. one. So a friend of mine <laughs> works for a, oh, a franchise oh, okay. of a lot of brands here. Oh, okay. And I found out that they're paying one hundred and thirty thousand dollars per quarter huh? for an individual to do consultancy. I can do that. And guess what? Huh? His main job is cut costs. <laughs> See. I can help them cut costs too. I mean, don't employ me. That'll cut your costs. Oh man, jeez. You know, jeez. I, I, I think one, you just get people who care, and two, you start going to start going to places. You know, you want to sell cars? I can tell you how you do it. You got all these tow truck guys. You know that they they need business because I see them all over the place. You 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 rock up to a workplace where if people are or in the neighborhood, and you say, look, we're going to be in your neighborhood. We're bringing five cars. We're going to show them to you. you. Used to do that at home all the I time. Know, just bring them with you, and say. Who's out, you know, and yeah. look, we can, we can, uh, and have all the information about financing. Don't make it, oh, well, this, and we're going to, give me, just give it to me the straight dope. And away we go. Yeah. I mean, heck, you know what? And, and, and if you've got some pre-approved used ones, bring some of those too. Yeah. But just do the road show. And, and I mean, I think my first Jeep, the one that I, you know, the, the goat, as I call it, the four door Wrangler, uh, that was, that was a demo. I bought that thing as a demo, and that's also part of the problem. So I bought it as a demo, so it was already cheaper than buying yeah. it brand new. And now when I look at the price of these new ones, I'm going, are you out of your mind? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I also then bought a brand new two-door soft top that is still cheaper. You know, it was cheaper than the demo that I bought. How is that possible? Well, it's got no features on it. Yeah. You know, it's lucky it's got windshield wipers. Uh, but then I look at the prices now. And I'm going, you gotta be out of your mind. But I would, I'd buy used again. Yeah. So bring those around, cause you know they got them sitting somewhere. No, they don't do it. I gotta come to them. That's not convenient. Frightening. Yeah. Frightening. I, 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 what do you say? What do you, it's, it's, it's negligent to the brands that these businesses represent, but it's negligent to their own business. Well, I think to tell that guy, who, whoever he is to save costs. Get your salespeople calling all the people who've bought cars before and, and with, with something, hey, you know what, I know you got this, I don't know what you're interested in, but hey, look, you know, I got three things that I really want to share with you. Yeah. Here they are, here's the price, here's how much it's going to cost you. Yeah. You, you know, you're driving, because they know what I'm driving, because they've got the record of it. Yeah. You know, I can't believe you're still driving that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, we, we used to, so we, obviously in the dealership in the UK, we, we'd have a diary because we yeah. take bookings and, and that's what you do for a dealership, right? And, yeah. and they'd often tell you it was a two week lead time just to make you look busy. Yeah. But we'd take a car the next day. There was absolutely zero chance we were ever turning a car away, regardless of it being 60 jobs in that day or 160 right. jobs. It made no difference. And DJ, I'll tell you, we'd get through 60, 70 jobs in a day, no problem. Yeah. No issues. And then if you get a diary and you'd look through it for next month and you think, it's died off a bit, you know, we're going to have to do something here. The service advisors on their own back, off of their own sort of initiative, would, would stay after six and they, and they would, they call it prospecting. Mm. So they'd just message or email yeah. or call customers in their database yeah. and say, look, we noticed a year ago when you had your service, we'd reported this, or six months ago we'd reported this. Yeah, yeah. just wondered if you got it done, and if not, the price we quoted, we were able to give you a special price on it now, if you'd like yeah. to book it in between this window of time, right? Beautiful. Now, purely capitalist, great idea. Yeah, but yeah. Also, from a reaching out and talking to the customers, sure. you'd not forgotten about. But when the Scirocco came out in 2008, we were all, all over it, and the workshop, we were all over it. Like It was... Yeah. Such a different car for VW at the time. Yeah. And and we all loved the original one because we were all VW guys, the majority of us were. The old big square one. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't <laughs> like that, right? <laughs> so we get the we the new one comes in, it was it was on an 08, and the sales manager was gonna have it as his company car. Of course he was, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so we all went and Everyone loves the sales manager. You know, we all, he was actually all right. Darren Stoltz, he was a really good guy, actually. Was, uh, anyway, this, I was talking to another sales guy called Phil, and he was like, look, as soon as I get one, I'm just going to ring all my customers in my database that have either, I know they've got children yeah. that are about between sort of 18, 25 age that are going to love yeah. this car, or all my customers that are in the sort of 18 to 40 bracket that will like this car, 
or all my customers who bought a Golf GTI in the last year or two, and I'm going to say to them, this is my company car, come and take it for the weekend. And I'll just get buses everywhere. Yeah. It's not a problem. Or I'll just borrow a car off the pitch that's still got tax on it. Yeah. Well, what a great idea that is. Yeah, yeah. Because if he makes a sale, one sale. One sale, yeah. His commission on it covers for the hassle (laughs) of getting a bus. And then that also helped me because then I'd have a PDI to do and I'd have service to do and I'd have repairs on warranty and out and I'd just be doing it I'd just be like right get one of those cars out of the desert that's just been sat there for six months register it and just call all your customers that bought one in the last few years and say look there's a new one you can drive it for a week and like you don't think if someone tossed a Wrangler at me and said hey why don't you take this thing up for a drive for a week you don't think that I'm going to be itching to get one 100% (laughs) because I'm driving the goat 100% (laughs) and the thing is James if you got given and incentivize me a little bit. You know, if, I mean, if you got given a new Wrangler yeah. for a couple of days or a week. And I'm not talking like brand new today. I'm talking one that's sitting out in the desert. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's all a year or yeah, so. The yeah. current model or whatever yeah. it is. And here, yeah, James, we know you've bought a couple of from us and, and, yeah. and, and take, try the new one. Yeah. No obligation, no cost. Take it for a couple of days. Take it for a, a week or whatever yeah. it may be. It's going to plant the seed. Sure. Where it's, mm, mm, yeah. Because if you don't like it, you don't like it. But the chances are, they already know you like it because you know, they, they, exactly. they, their database should be going. You know, we got a, We got a fish here. You know? And if you don't like it, what's the problem? Yeah, then you weren't going to buy one anyway because you weren't yeah. just going to go in there. And you're going to show it to all your friends anyway. So they're going to see it yeah. out front at your yeah, place. Exactly. Oh, you got a new vehicle. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, all your colleagues are asking for a pay rise. Oh, that's yeah. happening here. James has got a brand new Wrangler. <laughs> yeah. James has now got three Wranglers. <laughs> yeah, like, What's oh, happening here? Yeah, the, he was supposed to get rid of one, but he kept it. <laughs> yeah, not only did he not sell one, he's now just bought a brand new one. But, you know, automatically, yeah. you're going to think, well, can we afford this? Yeah. Maybe we could. Yeah. And then you've bought one. Or you might say, you know what, we'll take one on a lease. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So and there's all sorts of reasons. Yeah. Creativity yeah. is the key. Creativity is the key. Yeah, it's just, it's just, I think, yeah, for me, it's always been about the interaction between the business and the individual. And yeah. it can't come across as an email. It has to be a personal, yeah. you're not dealing with PowerWorks, you're dealing with me, or yeah. you're dealing with DJ, or yeah. you're dealing with Amy, or you're dealing with whoever yeah. you're dealing with at the time, rather than, it's not a company. It's not, send you a message, uh, thanks for bringing your car in, James. It's ready, here's the amount. Power works. Yeah. That's not, you know, it's not yeah. good, is it? It's, it's alright. It's acceptable, yeah. but it's, it's not what you want. I, not what I want anyway. And, yeah. and, and, and I, I'm sure there's people that are happy with the alternative, but I don't see why. Yeah. Especially in the times we're in. I well, think, here's, here's an interesting one. And, and this is going back. I mean, I have been into a used car showroom in the last year. I have looked at things. I've given them all my information. And I, you know, I took it for, you know, test drive around the block. It's okay. It's kind of nice. I didn't end up following through on it, but I never got a, a call back either to say, "Hey, you know, we got another one in here," or, you know, "Oh, what what don't you like about it?" And it's like, "Oh, maybe it's color. Maybe it's this. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's that. You know, maybe it's price." Oh, I mean, inevitably, it's price. You're too rich for my blood. Yeah. And but maybe they get something a little bit older with a little bit more kilometers on it, with a little bit, you know, it's it's cheaper. No one's picked up that phone and said, "Hey, by the way, it's it's so and so from over at this agency. Why didn't you? Yeah. Uh, we got something really special for you. Are you around today? I'd, I'd love to drive it by and show it to you." Like, yeah. Why? Well, I mean, Crazy. I don't. I don't get it. What's yeah. it going to cost you? Because I'm. I mean, I'm just doing the visuals, right? When you drive by these places, they're not busy during the week. No. So the the sales crew is is what are they doing? They're you know they're 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 playing water pong, trying to get the water things in. They're walking around going, "We got some cars out there." They're, you know, looking at their watch. When's lunchtime? Yeah. You, you might get something. In, in the worst case scenario, someone does that, you're going to tell all your friends, you won't believe what happened to me today. Exactly. Dude came by and showed me this new car. And yeah, yeah I'm not buying it, but you know, you want to talk to this guy because he's, he's bringing him to the house. Exactly. Well, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you raise a, you raise a point there about, you know, you noticed you drove this the other day. What was your problem with it? Well, we might have this. Now, I kind of understand it to a certain point, but let's say, you go to Trading Enterprises Jeep. Yeah. And you drive a long wheelbase Wrangler loaded one. Yeah. So Rubicon. I'm you're in. driving it. And the guys ring back and say, look, 
what's the deal? Why do you? Now, they've not even got to this stage. Right. Uh-huh. But they ring back and say, look, we're trying to convert this deal, basically. What was the problem? And you might say, well, you know, the steering wheel's a bit nimble, a bit, bit fiddly, and it's not, you know, or like you say, it's going to be price, right? Yeah. At what point do they then not say, well, look, we've got a Sahara or a Limited or yeah. a Sport or whatever, yeah. whatever spec it may be. Would you like to try that for a couple of days? Just get a proper feel for it. It's slightly different spec. Yeah. Just get a yeah. feel for it. No obligation to try it for a couple of days. We just need some of your data. Or say to you, well, similar sort of size. It's on brand. It's from a different sales agent, but yeah. it's a Dodge Durango. Yeah. We've got an RT Dodge Durango. Do you want to try that? Yeah. Because then all of a sudden, the price point's different. It's a totally yeah. different car, but it, it, they're still selling it's something. something, and they're in the same. Yeah, they're under the same building. Yeah, yeah. So if you go and drive a Q7 and don't buy it because of the price, why aren't they saying, well, why don't you have a look at the Terramont or the Touareg? Yeah. yeah. If you if you drive a <laughs> if you drive a A4 and you don't buy it, why aren't they saying, well, we're next door? We've you want to you know why they're not doing this? Because the, this this trans transition in the automotive industry has happened so fast yeah. that the that the mindset why you've got this guy consulting who probably needs to do more than just cut costs but the, the mindset of how you sell a vehicle is now completely changed you need a different kind of salesman you don't need a Callum selling you cars I mean, you know Callum last time I checked out Callum uh, is is still over at Mercedes Benz sold me two Jeeps though yep. great salesman yeah. but you don't need that kind of salesman no, anymore no. cuz people aren't walking in you need someone who is is giving you customer service. Yeah, yeah. Is creating an environment. Who you're going to see. Yeah. I will always, if anyone asks me about buying a car and I recommend them a couple, it's always a VW and it's always a Kia. And if I recommend yeah. them a Kia, I will always tell them to go and see Zia in yeah. Shakeside Road. There you go. Because he's a great guy. Yeah. And you're dealing with him. Yeah. Not with the whole conglomerate of yeah. a multinational company. You're dealing with Zia. Yeah. And he makes that very apparent and it's very comfortable yeah. and there's no issues. Well, that's that's the thing. If I was going to go and buy a Mercedes, which you never know, someday I might want one, a little convertible, I can see that. Yeah. First place I'm going to do is I'm going to pick up the phone and I'm going to call Callum, Callum Knox. I'm going to say, Callum, what do you got? Yeah. Because that's what he does. And it's like, I trust, I, I trust buying Jeeps off him. I trust yeah, buying yeah. Chrysler products off him. I would absolutely 100% trust getting Mercedes Benz off him. No question in my mind. I agree. I think it's 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 no, it can no longer be a situation where the sales executive, and it was typically a man actually, so yeah, the yeah. salesman, you know, it's changing, thankfully, but it, there's no reason now for that hard sell of, they're just looking at their commission. Yeah, exactly. It's genuinely got to be a, I'm going to help you here improve your yeah. life in some way. Yeah. Like, this is going to help you. This old car you've got is going to chew through tires. The oil needs changing more frequently. It's polluting the environment. I can dispose of it safely and recycle it and give you a new car, which is helpful for all the opposite things of what I've just said. Yeah. And be genuine about it, not just be trying to fill out a bank balance. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, we, we've had a good yander here. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on at the shop? Loads of stuff, yeah. You, you did send me that, that wonderful video of the coolant, the, the oil cooler that had linked in had a leak and it was now going into the, the water cooling system or who knows what it was that yeah. I, you know, and, and you did apologize because I wrote back and was like, holy crap. It <laughs> wasn't your car. Yeah. And it was, it was just unfortunately the, the technological way that WhatsApp video works. Yeah. The video cut off before yeah. I realized it had cut off or stopped so, recording. So, yeah. So I'm looking, I'm thinking, oh man. I mean, you know. I know there was a few things to be fixed, but I had yeah. no idea that I had because because truth be told, there was a, a radiator issue that I had. I had a cracked yeah, uh, right, reservoir. Yeah. Yeah. So then when I saw that, I'm going, oh, well, that's <laughs> just in front of there. So maybe it's a yeah. oh man. No, no, it was a, an oil cooler on R32. And I've had a, a friend of mine call me last night, late at night, he sat at the side of the road on his way back to Rasalkema with a oil everywhere inside the cooler and. and, oh, no. and uh, you don't get any warning for that, right? There's nothing so, I, so, what, so if I'm driving, so I got my R32. Oh, that's a nice car, R32. Mm. But I, if I'm driving and suddenly I've got oil going into the coolant, what's going to be the signal in my car if I don't get a warning signal? What's going to happen? One of two things would be what you'd normally notice, unless you're checking your coolant every day, is, is you're going to notice that you're going to get a message saying coolant level low. Uh-huh. Hopefully, that's the first one you get. Otherwise, you're just going to get the overheating. Okay. 
because the oil emulsifies in the coolant. It's too thick. Right. You can't flow properly through. And the look, engine. if if you're driving, and I, I can't say this to anyone enough, if you're driving in your car, you even, I mean, I'm, I, I think it's just paranoid because I've had overheating cars in my life, and you only have to have a car overheat once. Yeah, yeah. For you to realize uh, this is the danger zone. That as soon as I notice my gauge is above where it usually is, I start to panic. And if it starts to rise, before I get a blowout of something, I'm over on the curb yeah, going, yeah, yeah this, there's a problem here because the temperatures stop now. Yeah. yeah. And because mine never seems to go above halfway. As soon as it's gone above halfway, oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not natural. Yeah, that's it. And it's, it's very, very quick yeah. to go from, it's getting a little bit hot to, mm, Engines gone. That's what happened now, right? Yeah. So you've got, and, and it's amazing when you look at, and you think about, when I think about the, the radiator, and obviously with your oil coolers and things, they're as, as robust as they are, they're pretty fragile when you think of yeah. how they work and with the radiator. And I, I don't know if oil coolers are the same thing. There's like quite a bit of plastic on those things, which to me is so totally counterintuitive for a hot yeah, liquid. I know. If you get like, so we, we got to, we get a, Quite a few classic cars in there, usually all metal construction. Yeah, yeah. There's very few of those now on modern, and it's pure economics. Okay. That's all it is. It's I mean, just cheaper. You know, what's the, the, the cost on producing a million radiators with plastic tanks as opposed to solid metal ones? There's, yeah. there's, there's a huge cost implication, right? Mm. So that's just the way it is. They're also lighter. Right. You know, it's just. There's all sorts of things. Easier to, is it easier to work with the plastic part? Can, does it come off and go on easier? No, worse, no. because then the well, pipe seize onto this. Oh, yeah. They get, they get really <laughs> stuck on there and you pull the pipe off and then break the tank on yeah, it. It's a little welding. They yeah, weld we, themselves essentially. Effectively. So we, we can repair sometimes. You can split the tank off and put yeah. a new seal and put a new tank sometimes, but not always. A little bit of that uh, putty that you get for <laughs> <laughs> crack an egg in there. Yeah. Oh man. But it's, it's just, there's, they're built to do a job. Yeah. It's just kind of the first internal combustion engine didn't have an oil cooler on it. Right. I, I mean, I, and then I, all of a sudden it's like, I well, know. we need to keep these oils cooler because they're getting too yeah. thin. Like oil coolers, I only think of oil coolers in performance vehicles. Yeah, no yeah. vehicle I owned ever had an oil cooler until my 2008 Wrangler yeah. got a recall, and they said, yeah, we got to put an oil cooler on this. Yeah. And that's the first vehicle I've ever owned that has an oil cooler. Yeah. Never in my life. It's it's a it's a solution to a problem that they weren't expecting, right. and it's the best they can do with what we've got. Mm. And and the, and the unfortunate the unfortunate thing is is it's almost one of those they were kind of designed that they're gonna <laughs> fail. Yeah, well, see, this this is the other side. Like you, you, you the clock's ticking, right? And yeah. and you don't necessarily see outward signs of that failure until. It's failed. All you can do is is keep your the, the the oil and the coolant regularly changed. Mm. That's all you can do. Yeah. There's there's nothing else that you can do to prevent it, and even that's not a guarantee. You know, especially here with the hard water that we have, the lime scale build yeah. up in there is is it's gonna it's gonna create problems. You notice it. I mean, you actually see it when you talk about the water. You you know, when you pull those things out, you you see what's going on, and it's. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no, there is no warning. You know, if it, so. If so what I, happens if, with the guy with the R32 who's on the side of the road? What happens with that guy? Yeah, so the, so so the R32, he got the coolant level low message on. Okay. So Open he pulls the cap over. to fill up, and then all right, of a sudden, a look in ice cream in there. Jeez. So then the guy called me last night with with his Jaguar at the side of the road, and he's basically not had any messages apart from then it said the temperature went high, and opened the bonnet and it had started to obviously go past the pressure relief on oh, the cap and yeah. it was bubbling up over everywhere and I mean we serviced that car within the last three months mm. you know, there's, there's, there's no way of knowing it's going to yeah. fail when it fails you know we take it off and pressure test it and then put it back well you're talking seven eight hundred dirhams in labour just to do that who's doing that on every service yeah no one no one. And the fact is, you're probably going to end up damaging it, and the cost of the part makes it that you might as well put a new one on if you're going to take it off yeah. to test it. So what the hell? So does it become an oil an oil cooler is like an every three year change item? Is that what it ultimately comes? Well, to? you know, it's it, I would say this R32. Well, it's certainly the one that we've just changed. It's certainly not the first one because you can see where it'd been removed and the bolts <laughs> have been put back. So it's certainly not the first one that it's had. Man. So the, this car's 
14, 13 years old. Yeah. So it's had at least two. Two, okay. So this is now the third, effectively, from the factory. So it's a, you know, an average of every four years or so. Yeah, so you kind of know it's coming. So, you know, three years and change, got to kind of just take, just put a new one of these on. Yeah. Mm. So it's, it's such an unfortunate failing as well. Because, like I say, you don't have any warning, necessarily. There's no way to prevent it. Once it's happened, it's happened. Yeah. And the worst-case scenario is quite catastrophic. So, Yikes. Yeah. And the last thing you want that to happen when you're doing a road trip or something. And you know it does. You know, people are on yeah. a road trip, and then suddenly, yeah, the trip's over. Yeah, yeah, that's the end of that. <laughs> and, yeah. and we're in Lewa, and we got to get home. Yeah, exactly. Going to Uber it. It's going to cost us 4,000 dirhams. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no chance. Oh, man. What else is going on in the shop? We've had uh, Ian's Skodas in. So we Ooh, had the manual I one. I haven't talked to the Skoda guy. The Skoda's got a new car out right now. And yeah, that's what I did, Mike. That, that, so seeing that billboard and speaking to Ian today, Yeah. that's what inspired me to finish my PowerPoints off because I was just so furious <laughs> with... We've kind of been talking about, we've kind of been talking about the whole thing actually, but. Well, look, look, let, let's, let's qualify a little bit with Ian the Skoda guy who used to call in, you know, we did this show on the radio yeah. for a couple of years. We would talk Skoda probably every other show. Yeah. And Skoda never just got on the phone and said, you know, we, I, I would have, I honestly would have expected we'd walk down out of a show and there's a couple of Skodas sitting there and say, guys, take these for a couple of days. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> it never did. <laughs> No. You know, and it was, and, and, and Ian just loves the Skoda. So like yeah. he's their unofficial ambassador pushing these vehicles, which are great. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, Skoda's not even saying to him, you know, dude, here, we're going to give you some after service stuff. You've really done us some great PR. Thank you very much. It's like, I don't get it. <laughs> it's a lack of, you know, yeah. being connected and in touch with what's going on. Yeah. Unfortunately, we've, we've kind of been, been talking about it, but. Yeah, we've had we've had those in the manual one, which is a great car to drive, and because it's really a Volkswagen. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly that. I mean, it's a, it, it's. I mean, it says here, like, so I'm I'm looking at the notes I made for my powerpoints, and it's like, why are there not more Skodas on the road? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, what a ridiculous state of affairs yeah. that is. Well, like, and that new one that's on the the, the board, you know, sixty nine thousand dirhams. Mechanic, yeah, yeah. Off off the thing, it's a, it's really a nice city machine. It's and it, what people don't realize about the Skodas is a lot of them are based, all of them are based on the VW Group stuff. Yeah, but they don't get base base model, so you can get a real base, no frills model VW, and even Audis. You can get yeah, some yeah. like some of the Jettas, Volkswagen. Yeah, nothing on them. Right, might as well have a hole where the stereo should be. <laughs> no, there's, there's a there's a person in the dash singing yeah, to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and the same with the Audis, you can get real base model Audis as well. Some of the A3s and A4s, but the Skodas don't really get that rock bottom. And, and it's probably just to do with the fact that the the brand has no value really, yeah, yeah. especially in a place like this. Unfortunately, yeah. so so they they do. In Prague, it's different. But. Yeah, but they do have a good spec. From the from the entry level, so you know, mind blowing that there's not more of them on the road. And yeah. and say at say at here in Dubai, the showroom's just around the corner from us, and it's still it's out of they're out of business now. Really? Still full of the cars. Really? Still full of cars in there. You know, it's like <laughs> terrible. Yeah. You see, it's a it's genuinely is Spanish car. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Again, it's, it's a VW. Great technology in those too. Like I I mean I. <sighs> just some cool stuff they've done with it. Yeah, no one's driving them. And, and, and it's down to the fact that nobody did anything about it. They just thought, oh, I need a job. Oh, I work for, oh, what is it? Oh, yeah, we're selling Skodas. Yeah. I said, and, and, and that was it. And, yeah. and you've got to start somewhere to build a brand, yeah, yeah. and nobody did it. i got to go buy the Skoda showroom because I want to take a look at the Yeti. I just want to see it. DJ's dad's got a Yeti. Oh, man. I just love the name. You know, it's, it, the only thing better would call it the Sasquatch, but I'll go with the Yeti. <laughs> it's a great car. <laughs> Fantastic car. Great, yeah. great 4x4 system on it. Yeah. And, and it, and it's different. Yeah. It looks different. Yes. It's, you know, and there isn't a, again, I can't think of a reason to not buy one. I, I don't. I don't the, know. The prices are really good here in the Emirates. So, yes, yeah. and and worldwide, their prices are darn sweet. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the Yeti is a very, very, very capable car. There's nothing it can't yeah. really be used for. Plenty of space inside. That's the other thing. It's it's 
good on the road and it's got lots of room. Yeah, and you'll not, you won't struggle off road with it. The only thing that's going to let it down is if you end up with silly 18 inch wheels on there with low profile tires. Oh, that's let you down in the sand, but you don't have to do that. I had a friend who owned an FJ Cruiser who did that. And I kind of went, why, do you, why did you buy an FJ Cruiser? Oh, I love FJ Cruiser. But you got low profile tires. You can't even go on sand with them. Great idea. <laughs> it, 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 I think it was branded a, a city. It's like, all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's something the same. Yeah. Range Rovers get cold, like big oh, did road cars. Did you see that new Defender? Did you see what they're doing with the Defender? With the, uh, they've got no. a, I've, they've got the, de- the new Defender coming out is the tw- 2020 Land Rover Defender. It's got a V8 in it. Yes. It's going to fire it up to 518 horsepower. Yeah. <laughs> it's just what you need. <laughs> There's a there's a line at the end of the write up, uh, you know. So it's gonna, you know, Tosh just talking about you know the dy- dynamic drive modes, all slotted into the you know the, the, the all sorts of different things that are going on. And what's the last line here? Something about uh, active torque vectoring. Uh, you know, battens things down and, and presumably turns the defender into something you could kind of maybe sort of use to charge down a twisted country road. Be careful. <laughs> 500, mm. 500 horsepower and change. V8. Yeah. And Big then, monster. What are they there? And it's got two seven five forty five twenty two tires on it. So yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> Going nowhere off road in those. <laughs> But that's the thing about the new Defender. It's real. I don't. I don't think anyone's taking those off road. I mean, I'm sure some people do. No, and it's exactly the same as one of these. Yeah. It's just a fashion accessory. Yeah. To to most people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Well, it, it, it's going to sell. They're going to sell them. Yeah, it's, it's going to sell, and, and at least they're acknowledging the demand. Yeah. They want. They know people want it. Yeah. They're going to sell. They're not, you're not going to be able to get one of those when they launch it here. That's exactly. You know that. I know. You know. That. I know that they're going to be gone. They're already gone. People have already can, lined up at the door. I want to be pre-ordering it. Put the price on. Decide anything they want as the price, and then add a hundred thousand onto them. They'll still sell yeah, them. Exactly. So. So because yeah, it's going to fly. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. Exactly that. And that. And that V8. It's going to make. It's just going to be. It's going to be angry sounding. Yeah, oh. and that's purely based on the fact that you know that's just because it's a Defender. Yeah. And. You know, it kind of looks like an iPhone, and <laughs> people want to be seen in it. And that, that the, the sales executives have got zero work to do. It's it's interesting that the G wagon has updated, and it's a little rounder, yeah. and the seams are, but it still looks like a G wagon. Whereas the Defender, kind of, sort of, but no, you know. Yeah, it, I I was going off of Shake's eye the other day. I was doing the flyover to get onto Almanara Street, and I was up alongside one. And as I went around to do the flyover and sort of saw it at an angle sort of rear right as it's uh-huh. going away from me kind of resembles the old defender yeah, yeah. at the right angle so they, yeah. they kind of there's, kept the breed there it's so totally not rugged to look at is it <laughs> no no it's 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 got weird lines yeah they, I mean, it's got lines but they're smooth and it's kind of it's yeah. it's that rear profile view when i look at it and say i don't know what's wrong with the tail lights the way they're embedded i don't know what it, i mean it's don't get me wrong it's beautiful it is it's a wonderful yeah, yeah. sculpted piece of art but it i don't know something about it I, it's not tugging the at the same me. reason i will never well, there's many reasons. One, first of all, being that I'll never, I don't have the money to, but should I have had the money to, I would never buy a Ferrari. Because I don't feel like I'd be able to enjoy it. Yeah. Whereas I'd get myself in any Porsche, no problem, because I feel like mm. they're a little bit more normal. Mm. They're not so low, not so wide, you can drive them. The Defender, I, even a, even one of the end-of-the-line Heritage Edition Defenders that were mental money, yeah, you get that and chuck it in the field, no problem, <laughs> and just wash it, and it'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. Whereas a new one, you kind of think. I got a couple of neighbors who've got those anyone. defenders, yeah. and I don't see them buying a new one. And, and clearly they could, because I'm looking at the, yeah, yeah. you know, the the motor yard in front of their places. They could, they they clearly could have one, yeah. and they haven't got one but yet. But the old one, you just feel like you could take it anywhere. Whereas yeah. a new yeah. one, you'd be like, don't yeah. fancy that. that yeah. If that trim comes off. <laughs> Well, that's the other thing. That's what I keep wondering about. It. What's what's going on with the trim? What's yeah, going got on? This, like, big thing. It's almost like the you know the the sort of gills on the side of the R8. Yeah, yeah. it's like that on the back, isn't it? And yeah. I just think, whoa, what's going to happen there? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. But hey, yeah. it's um, they, they're, doing they're not going to have to try that. That yeah. car's going to be you know waiting list. 
Actually, you know what I've, you know what I gotta go and try, and I, I, I haven't driven anything in a while, is the Land Rover Evoke convertible. Cause I'm not a big Evoke fan, but I love the convertible look. Well, well, we've been sat here, I've had a miscall. All my, all my it's contacts the, in the car are, are actually saved as name and then the vehicle <laughs> they drive. And I've just had a miscall from somebody Evoke. <laughs> So that that they like that the evoke? Do they like it? Do you know? they like? Because I know, I know, yeah. I, I remember we had the. Uh, I don't know if it was when you were on the show or maybe it was with uh, Brown car, car Guy and Imtishan. That's Shazad Sheikh, and we had the Land Rover Middle East dude in VP, and and I I said looked at him I said yeah I really don't like the evoke and he goes he just looked at me and goes well you're in the minority because we can't we can't make enough of those things, and Land Rover got it. <laughs> I still don't like the look of it unless it's convertible. I love the convertible. <laughs> but otherwise, I, I'm, but, but you know what it reminds me of? And this is the crazy thing because remember a couple of episodes ago we were talking about the Cadillac ATS. That's I think. right, yeah. And I, it, go and look at the ATS when you see one today because we see them every now and then and look at the Evoke and it's kind of like, whoa, these are definitely mm. related. And it's, it's that sharp body lines. Yeah, I, I, I don't, <sighs> It's a bit of a weird one for me between me and Land Rover. I, I, I respect them for making what they make and sticking to it. You can see, we've just talked about the Defender. You can still see the breed, right? Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. still see everything it, through it. And it's, they just it's stick a, it is to a it. Defender. Like, you cannot yeah, mistake. You, can, you, you kind can of wonder kind what's happened to it, but it, yeah. you know that it, if you know what a Defender is, you look at it and you go, okay, yeah, it's. And I respect them for that. And, and I'll say it, I'll say it again. The, the, the full fat Range Rover, so the HSE or the, you know, the, not yeah. the Sport one. Right. The full fat Range Rover when it's running no, properly. No Velar? You're not going for the Velar? No. No. Okay. That's a different story. <laughs> but like the proper Range Rover. Yeah. The HSE. Oh. You know, that go, you can trace it right back to the old classics out yeah. of the 80s. Like when they got, when they're going and they're, they're looked after and they're driving as they're supposed to drive. Unfortunately, you can't get anything to match it. Yeah. They're phenomenal off road. Everybody knows that. And they're not with the 22 inch wheels on, but they're great off road. The seating position, they've nailed it. Oh, that's, I mean, to me, that is the, you know, when you're looking at a Range Rover. Yeah. That is what sells it. When yeah. you get in, you know you're in a Range Rover and, and, they've and got, no one else has They've done got that. everything for everybody. If you only yeah. care about what image it presents to the rest of the world, well, they've got it. If yeah. you only care about the seating position and the safety, they've got it. If you only care about the power, they've got it. If you only care about off-road, they've got it. Yeah. You just do everything. Yeah. And, I res- and, and, and then you got that badge, Range Rover. You kind of go. Yeah, yeah, but they're just not. Yeah. For me, yeah. they do weird things like, for me, the Evoke's a bit of a weird one, but I get it because it's to get, yeah, get the younger crowd in, exactly. ready to buy the Range Rover when they've got a family sort of thing. Yep. I get it to a degree, but no idea what the Velar was all about. They <laughs> needed that. something at a different price range because people yeah. wanted the Range Rover, but they couldn't afford it. And they're going, okay, we're going to get something a little bit smaller, still has all the feel yeah. and a different price point. So they, it's, it's kind of a nice bridge getting yeah, into the just, brand. Just, just a bit. Yeah. Weird. I, I'd, I'd probably just say the money you wasted on the R&D for that. I just, just knock some off the Range Rover. Yeah, just, <laughs> I do like an, I do like an LE version for the Range Rover or something. I don't know, but I, I, so I, I do, I do, I do sort of respect them for sticking at it and making uh-huh. cars that they uh-huh. want to make. Cause we, doesn't matter. When the new Range Rover comes out, you won't be able to get one. No. Because they'll be sold out. When the yeah. new Defender V8 comes out, you won't be able to get one. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. The, the, the Discovery Sport, which is pretty much the Evoke anyway with a different badge. Yeah. You know, same as the Range Rover Sport is the same as the free, uh, the Discovery. They'll sell them out. Yeah. They'll sell out because of every, they've, they've got what this region in particular wants. Mm. They want people that want to be seen driving a car of a certain kind and, yeah. and, and they do everything. You can chuck your kids in it. You can chuck your golf clubs in it. You can chuck a week's shopping in the back. You can get into the sand. You can get out of the sand. You can get into the shopping mall. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. In one of those things. So, yeah, there's a lot to be said for them. They're just not for me. Yeah, there we go. All right. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> it if, is what it is. Now, if everybody owned one, then more. I'd be doing all right for myself. Yeah. Because they are heavy on maintenance. That's, yeah. that's, that's just a real world fact. But they're kind of worth it. Yeah. 
you know this has been a fun conversation. We've had uh, we did we didn't get to talk about the uh, the old goat stuff. We're gonna we'll get to that next week because <laughs> we've got quite a list of things here. And the I call it the list of doom. Can't fit on one page. Yeah, I, I call it the list of doom. <laughs> it's, it's not that bad. It's not imminent doom anyway. <laughs> but it's still the list of doom when you you know when you start reading things. It's like uh, you know anything that says cracked or <laughs> damaged yeah. or leak. Yeah. Uh, you know it's like oh it's not that. Oh, no, no, it's not Don't that bad. So, but we'll we'll get to that on our next uh, conversation, and we got a we got we got so much to talk about. It's always always a lot of fun when we do a PowerWorks podcast, Glenn. So we'll do it again real soon. Thank, Thank you very you. much. You've been listening to the PowerWorks podcast, podcast, podcast with Glenn Power from PowerWorks Automotive. Yeah, you know how to find those guys. PowerWorks, look them up. That's as simple as that. Follow them everywhere across the socials. Coming to you from the Rolf Hotel downtown Dubai podcast studio the epic place to record that's where we are we're going to do it all again really soon thanks for listening share the link so long for now